But then again, you know, as a couple of them got older, you know, they I have heard a couple of stories here and then at the family gatherings. At the fucking family gatherings, the picnics I'm having and shit. They're like, yeah, Uncle, Uncle Eagle, we fucking... Uh, we stole fucking roaches off your tray and shit. We'd fucking take them and go smoke them in the woods. I'm like, I thought you guys, you know, I trusted you guys. I didn't even think, never even seen it on the radar there. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, my three older ones smoke. Oh, I smoke with two of them now. My older girls, they're 25, 21, and 17, them three girls now. And I definitely smoke with the 25-year-old. 21-year-old is, to be honest with you, I hope she's not watching. But she was, like, kind of stressed, you know, growing up a little bit. Not in a bad way, just, you know, intense is a better word for it. And, you know, to actually... The whole time, you know, being a parent but not wanting to see it, I'm thinking this kid needs to fucking smoke a joint or some shit. So when she was old enough, it was like, oh, God, here, here, you need this. Please try this. And now it's funny to see her relax and smoke. And it's it's like, oh, I knew it would help you. I knew it because it's like night and day. She goes from totally stressed out to fucking laughing. I'm like, oh, this is this is better. This is <laughs> it's nice to see you unwind. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh I don't uh I would won't don't have my rigs out when I have the kids. Kinda you know, the, the younger ones. It's a bit kind of yeah, you know, like even for some of my friends, they're very shocked at like when they see a rig and you see a torch and it's like, you know, we're still kind of having to do the, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's yeah, actually a nicer way and it's kind of explaining that it's a cleaner kind of on glass and, you know what I mean, that it's more kind of like, it's not vaping, but it's similar and it's uh, more pleasurable and, uh, you know, that you're, course looking for terps and you're in and you know you're you know what you like to dab like so but i do like my glass yeah you know i'm the same way there too i like the dabs too but i was always put off by the torches you know what i mean i just I didn't like the whole feel of it and i still don't i mean around the kids because like yeah, yeah. the only time I ever seen any kind of thing like that is of course the other stuff that you you know what I mean I don't need to mention it, but, you know so and that's you know so in that I've context got a crazy it's like if, like you know what I mean of course they have caught me and I've like you know what I mean or it's you know I have my little flight boxes and everything that I keep my rigs in and try to well yeah you've got like glob mobs and you've got like all your your dc cleaner and you've got like the array of stuff that comes along with just smoking these days is yeah like as you say a briefcase to bring it around in you know to go and have a session now like you're going with 
you're writing him a, a backpack, two suitcases in each hand, like, because you didn't bring one rig, you're bringing two, <laughs> you know? And your torches and all your little, like a little fridge to keep all your, you know, keep all your stuff nice and cool and... <laughs> Oh, I used to do that. I used to be that guy right there where I used to carry that little cooler with them, like them little uh, freezer packs you could throw in the freezer. I'd put a, like a layer of hash, then a layer of that ice, and then, you know, stack them like that to keep them all good. Oh, man. It's funny the phases you actually go well, through. Well, I mean, like, like that. we'd be going to Spain, and in Spain, you have to kind of keep yourself cooler or else like that. Yeah, you go in and get a lovely gram of lovely, you know, full melt, and it, it, it'll be full melt by the time you got back to your hotel. You know, you just have a puddle. You know, dang it, me on flour. You got me wanting to take a dab now. I'm gonna take a dab. I hope you don't mind. But I got mine. <laughs> I'm uh, a week off. You know, it's, it's my week off this week. Even though I don't, you it's know good. I, mean? I went really hard. I got a new rig last week. So you want to hear something funny? Uh, my mind, I don't know if it's some of the, of the many, many psychedelics I've taken over the years or if I've just got a funny disposition in the back of my head that's like always putting together comedy skits. But today I was like doing a dab and I've I've seen some shady characters. I've I've lived in Flint for a long period of time, and so I was taking a dab today, and I was thinking to myself that uh, <laughs> I was thinking, man, I bet you the crackheads that are watching uh, these these cannabis people dab these days are thinking, man, I told you, we were ahead of ourselves back in the day. They're, just... <laughs> They're copying off us. We started that shit. <laughs> Massive the top off. Is that, a... that was as far as we were going and, and, a, and a big ball of wire. <laughs> That's funny. Back in the Is day, that yeah. a Hamza, a dead man? You got a hand yeah. today, man. Nice. That's a badass Hamza, too. And this is a little Irish blown rig. Well, yeah. Two glass from Northern Ireland. And I got, he met me this last week. So everything that I had last week, I. Christened. Killed off. And, uh, yeah. Made a little pendant as well. Oh, that's so, badass yeah. from the same and, piece. Uh, nice. Yeah, and a little dab tool. All the ones. Awesome. Like I have, he made me two pendants. I have this one. Like, this is his first glass he ever blew last year. The guy, yeah, he's only a year blown, and this is his first rig, this small little one, yeah. And in a year, he's making ones like this, you know, which is you know, they're like little that, you know. And I mean, like the the 
the workman class on like I mean it's beautifully like wow so uh, support your local glass blowers you know especially around these times you know what I mean and especially the last year of this lockdown of course he's at home you know so try and buy as much stuff I got all like these little for my daughters nice little pendants and it's the same glass as the rig so well, yeah we do a little there's like a stew you know stew move probably in chat and uh, yes sir yeah so up i go up the north to go to like a like a club social club for cannabis it's like a cannabis club and uh yeah been going up there for the last say three years or whatever now, of course, in the, since lockdown and all that, we can't meet up. Like, apart from meeting up, uh, as in going overnight camping trips or stuff like that. But, yeah. But before that, like, there's a really nice scene in between Ireland and the UK and yeah, Scotland, Wales. Like, as in the glass scene where they have, like, little glass events and, yeah, it's like little meetings of, like, small... So you get to meet the glass blowers, yeah. Sit at the campfire, do a few shrooms at night, and you know, get to meet people. And have nice. That'd be a good time. Yeah, but that's yeah, but we have that in a. There's small scale here in Ireland, but like, yeah, it's only in its infancy. A lot of people are afraid to come out. You know. Oh, that changes once the the more the people go, the more that changes because you see how yeah. much fun it is. That first one oh, yeah. you go to, man, you're hooked. That's what I mean. Like from from going to Amsterdam for the first ones, lovely. Thank you. Orange Chem. Orange Chem is what that is. It's pretty good. All I have is some pussy sticks there at the moment. Man, I was I was barely a dabber until I started doing the show there. I was dabbing here and there, but man, it is people it's, it has picked up big time in the last month or two since I got a rig. Now I'm dabbing all the time. Yeah, and I mean I seen you break that rig that that and it was like oh, okay. You know what I mean? And you were just bought the attachments and everything. Yeah, them attachments, Steve. This is the only thing I got left of that. This is the top <laughs> I bought that day. <laughs> that was heartbreaking, man. On air, too. It, would, it wouldn't have been so bad if I would have did it, you know, around the house during the day. But live on air was, like, tough because I was trying not to swear or, you know, Cause I was, I was a little. You ended it very quickly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you need to be conscious of that the whole time. What the you know, like glass is glass, and if you don't have the mats and like, you know what I mean. As I said, the amount of accessories that we have now to go around just to have a smoke is, you know. From all you needed back in the day was a piece of paper and fine material to smoke. Like you were happy with that. Well, I was gifted an e-nail too, and I tell you, 
You know, he said too, like right there, you can see. You know, he's like, man, I feel like if you had one, you wouldn't have broke that rig because it stays stationary. He's up there, yeah. And I, I think that's half the key of me keeping this as long as I have is it stays right fucking here. I ain't got to move it around and torch it and all that good shit. Okay, have, a, <laughs> have a little dab station. Oh, it stays right here, right next to this, all this shit. I, you know, I, I, when I want to come, I sit right here and do a quick dab and go about my business. <laughs> this is uh, <clears throat> kind of funny. There's everything I need right here in this little station. It's actually a little cart. <laughs> I can push it around. It's got my fucking computer, my monitors, my microphone. Everything's right here. Dab, little dab station. <laughs> oh, you need everything around you. Well, I try to make it comfortable. I mean, I'm here five hours a day. I might as well be comfortable sitting here, I guess. Well, between, if I'm not, like, watching... Whichever of you is on, you know, in my time zone, I usually catch, I don't usually catch this show because it's like starts at half four in the morning. And, uh, but like I'm up for your morning, I usually catch the wormhole. So catch that live or just the tail end of your, of these ones, which is. Still there. It's funny, you guys. I don't know if you guys actually realize how much I do keep track of, you know, how when you guys come and go, you know what I mean? Because I do get used to when people come in and what time of day they come in. And if they come in at all, you know, there's certain folks that if I don't see them, I'm like, man, what what the heck's up, man? I got to drop them a line. Perp Thumb OGs, same thing, man. I had seen him. I uh, haven't seen him in chat for a while, and, you know, I know he's a regular. So I was like, man, I dropped him a DM, and he's doing well. Just had to change shifts and had, wasn't able to keep up with the lies. He's like, no, brother, I'm, I'm missing it. I'm missing live chat. It's just life, you know. I'm like, cool, brother. I just want to make sure everything was all good, you know. You didn't just fall off or something happened, man, and, you know. But I do, I recognize these names. And when I see them, I'm like, eh, it's been a minute, you know. It's I, I, do, I recognize everybody in chat night after night, that's for sure. Yeah, it's great that the community is, like, worldwide. It's like there's people drop in from everywhere. And it's, you know I mean? There's always I'm somebody exactly. either waking up or going to bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it's all as 420 somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe uh, as, as far and wide as the people are that are in the community, to be honest with you. They, you know, they, we're spread out everywhere. Everywhere. That's pretty cool. Even well, I the coolers of mine guys are like bumping into each other. You know, in different places, going, yeah, I've seen you from Jet. Aren't you such and such? That's the cool part is uh, being able to bump into each other and you know, recognize some of each other outside of chat. It's pretty cool. It's, uh, 
it's great I, that you get the Mendo boys on and that they, like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that they'll come on and it's just, they're, they're just exactly the same as us. They're no different. It's like me coming on here tonight, like, you can say, okay, like, like who you've had on before, like, all them knowledgeable like, people that, you know what I mean, really know what they're talking about. And uh, it's like, I'm going on this, yeah, it's like, no, we all do the same thing. You know what I mean? And it's, we do it in our own environment and it's, everybody's got their, yeah, you've got a suit, you know what I mean? Grow to your own, you know what I mean? What you've got, you know what I mean? Like the uh, grow mouse dropping the thing of insulating your room and things like that. You know, being able to, yeah. Them little, you know, and showing the fit out and like, you know what I mean? Coming from them from a building background that you're able to do all this stuff yourself and, you know what I mean? That's not, it's not rocket science. Like, you know what I mean? And we can, if you're ever stuck for anything and you can just put yourself and you don't feel like you're stupid or anything if you ask in chat or, you know, and everybody's willing or you could be that question that you need answer. Like, so Brendan Ross drops that there you go, like, here you go, you know, and, you, and it's lovely that they're just, you know, it's a community that's, like, always given, you know what I mean, willing to give back, you know, I just find that the grow One shops are things, the ones where they, so. the grow shops are the ones that pinch you, because they're trying to, that, that, whatever, 50% that they add on, because it's a canna, wow, we're, like, the market and is crazy to that, you know. I mean, and you can find that product then <laughs> in its own environment, and you go for the industry that's and it's like half the price, yeah. And it's like you keep shooting themselves, trying to squeeze us for every last little penny, yeah. But then you, you're on this show, and the stuff like you know, that you're actually getting, like, say, Jeff from uh, like that, he'll come on. Rasta Jeff and he's uh, willing to explain about his strains and and he's very accessible to ask yeah questions. Pete from Operation Grow about his product. You know what I mean? That all these people are very accessible to ask. You know what I mean? Like when I go to do my my earth boxes, I'm going to be asking you and Smiley Gardens. Like okay, because I'm. Don't want this snack problem anymore. And, I, and that little cover thing. And Pedro was the first one I seen doing it. Yeah. And he has really good, you know what I mean? Him and Dizzy are knocking it out of the ballpark there. You know, so it up production and it gives you a, you know. But as you yeah, say, in I your mean, environment, only change one thing at a time. Or you're... One of the biggest things you can do is like one of the things you're already doing is like you're you know, blowing around, keeping a, a fan, an oscillating fan right there, pretty much, you know, soil, you know, the little bit between the soil and the bottom of the plant, keep a you know, breeze going through there. It's hard for them to get established. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, they tough for them to fly around. That in itself is a good deterrent to knock that shit down. I just 
require these today. <laughs> little, uh, small, tiny little, yeah. So I've got them. They just use up a you like a UPS charger. So I've like I'm replacing these. I took out. They were Why? the motors were gone a bit squeaky. So, and these are only like six six euros. And I find, yeah, so I'm going at it at all angles. But I think it as well, your uh, not problem is like a high new, you know, so I could be over, I could have overfed on my nitrogen and whatever, so. Usually I find it's from a, it being an extra moist, just a super moist environment tends to breed them. I've got that very same fan. I got a black one right over here. <clears throat> so, like, you you know the way like uh, there's the different types of gnat, like the fruit fly type of the redhead one, and then you slightly different. You know when you look at them under the. I find you know from going to the grocery store, and you're buying your product, your produce, your your fruit and veg, and you have them then out in your countertops, right? So we've all like you know what I mean so you're going like okay we've all left that slightly little bit of fruit that's been left out you know what I mean and you've gone to go and you've there's like there's 50 fucking flies flying you know so we're always kind of getting across contamination anyways so they're always around you know and if you have house plants as well you know you have different areas for them to go to and, you know what I mean it's a constant battle, like to do your. You know. But I find uh, looking at my house plants are like the first signs of if you have anything wrong. You know, in this, you know. I think our plants are a oh, bit more. Sure. You know, but you just got to be on top of your IPM management, really. In this, you know. We, I'm like one of them guys that likes to stare at plants. You know what I mean? When I'm not on here, I'm, yeah, I'm always kind of a, I like to be around it. I get a nice, happy, off one another. You know, it's a nice environment. It's a good place to be. Especially now with that, I'm not under HPS lighting anymore, like in that sense, and the, find the, the lighting with the cob lighting and the new LED strip lighting is like way, it's a nicer, yeah. Then that orangey, and and plus the your ballast, you know what I mean? That magnet, the magnetic, and even the digi ballast, but that wave that you used to get, you used to feel it was like, you know, you could nearly feel that inside in your room. You know that humming, you know, it used to kind of, it's yeah. like that. It's like that white noise eating. That it's like, you know what I mean? It's like. Changing the vibration in your room, if you can, you know, that and find that the room is it's a nicer environment without them in there anymore. And you know, when you go in with your camera, you don't have them lines going up and down, you know, in, a, in, that, in that sense. And I'm blessed to have micro, like to have an LED company, literally. Uh, uh, like up the road, you know, from where I live. So I'm wondering, like, you know, what I mean, a guy that's dropping all his knowledge of all his LED shame, like, you know, from my grow. 
You should try and get him on the show, you know, as in an LED. I yeah. never even thought about that, but that would be a good one for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And you're absolutely right about them battles, man. Them. They put out a lot of like frequency energy, yeah. uh, you know, in the garden. That's why it's yes. a good reason, another reason to put them things outside of the room, just like you said. Well, yeah, like Sorry. Okay, we keep going over one another. It's a horror. Yeah, just that little delay, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it can be a little bit of a bear sometimes. Uh, but I've been, uh, what I was going to say is, man, I've really been doing a lot of research into plants lately. And uh, both the way they're they communicate with our, themselves the way we communicate you know with the plants the it's all frequency basically frequency and the bells that we use dump you know their their own uh frequency off into the environment ballast by ballast you have friends that are putting off frequency in the room as well you're putting off your frequency you've got music and playing in there there's a lot of stuff that can you know play on on that garden there i mean there's lots of studies that have shown us to say just by you know we have verbally talking to your plant you can you know mess with it a little bit just that type of frequency Oh, I, I'm I'm always complimenting them, even when they're in a bad like if they're if I've overdone it with them, yeah. And especially in the when you in your first run of seeds when you don't really know what you've kind of what kind of plant it is. You know what I mean, and you're trying to be, I mean, not push it, but like trying to get it to express itself to its full. And uh, yeah. But yeah, that frequency is as we go crystals. You mean little things like that to have them in your soil. But that's been around for a long time, as in, yeah. Always say like yeah, it works. Yeah, I've actually heard things of as far as like grounding as well, kind of like putting them together. You know, so they can communicate, basically help communicate with one another. Uh, it's, there's a lot of crazy science. I, I say it's crazy, but it's not. It's super yeah. interesting. <laughs> well, if you, it's like the magnetic force that travels around the world, as in these uh, ley lines. Yeah. So that like travel through like the lights of Stonehenge through Newgrange here in Ireland, through like loads of other sacred sites here in Ireland, like alignments with, yeah. And uh, there's places in America that they, they align like on summer solstice, winter solstice, equinoxes, you know, and it's all over the world. Like it's not just in the Northern hemisphere. It's like, it's of the old world. You know what I mean? And how much of a, as in the knowledge, the magnetic field, how they actually were able to get themselves around the world, as in to, you know, navigate to do all the things back in the day. Yeah. You know, that they, they're actually like if you, in Australia, like the Aborigines would walk on the ley lines and know they'd never be lost. You know what I mean? And if you take your walk in your bare feet, like 
and uh, I, you know, what I mean that uh, from living the lifestyle that I lived, you know, what I mean I, I went around on my bare feet quite a lot when I was in the field. You know, why would you be, you know, and you feel hurt and that hurt in the, in the ground, you know. It's like when you take mushrooms and you're outside and you lie on the ground and you feel that connection, you actually, you know what I mean? You become one, you know, it's not like you're, can you become that, like if the mycelium layer goes through your whole body and, yeah, and the connection that we have. So, and like, as you say, getting your grow and having to be earthed into the ground to be, or to, and then to be on a concrete slab and have no work. Like I see people that are actually going into their electrics, going into the earth, in their in their electric to earth out their pots, you know, safely. You know, you know, that they actually have an earth in their so that they actually have that connection to, you know. And it's easy, even if you really wanted, you could actually buy one, like put in a, a like a copper spike into the ground, and once it's in. You know what I mean? At a certain depth, run your copper wire to your pot, and I'm sure that would. I mean, these are all little things for further projects. Yeah. yeah. But like, sure. I'd find uh, you'd have to be at like a certain depth down to be into the earth, to not to be affected then by outside the ground freezing and all that. I'm sure, like where you live in Michigan, you're you get ground frost. So, like if it's, you know, what I mean, how many feet does that penetrate, and how much does the the last thing you'd want is to be in a, you know, in an, in an environment, and you know, that is a grounded into a block of ice. Where yeah, like, like you all of a sudden you go in, and it's like, okay, we have to, you know, in that, like you'd have to think out what you're, you know. So I think the actual earthing to your electric, to your pot, is the way to go in that sense. The safer, and I know there's the guys that will want to be in the ground, but I hope that they're in the proper climate for that. I couldn't do it here because of, it, it rains too much, wet, you know what I mean? And then when it gets cold, it's going to be very cold to keep that, you know what I mean? Even though, like, if you look at your plants and the environment that they come from, like, even in Morocco, the plants are freeze at night. You know what I mean? There's a, you know what I mean? Even in the middle of summer, because of the altitude they're at. You know, like, you have ice, you have snow on the peaks all year round in Morocco. It doesn't leave, like, on the even on the south. On the north face side, it's there the whole time. Like, you can ski practically that high. But, like, then you're talking about going to India and then places like, you know, the altitude again, and yeah. it'd be pretty wild to see snow in the middle of summer on top of a mountain like that. Pretty wild at that altitude. Yeah. I haven't got like to see some that. great mountains like that, man. I'd like love to see some of these places that you know, Morocco and all this stuff man i've heard so many amazing stories from india and all that shit it's, i think man these uh these guys got some awesome stories to tell make me feel 
very untraveled sometimes, man. I've had a lot of good times. I've been a few places, but man, I haven't been to Amsterdam or Morocco and shit like that. <laughs> I got to experience uh, in Vermont, yeah, and it was like a little kind of a cannabis coffee shop kind of, yeah, and that was in the 2000s, 2001, 2002. Yeah, my sister got cancer in uh, 99, and uh, I was just after coming out with drug treatment, and I decided to clean break get to, you know what I mean, get, and I was just go over and help her while she went through her treatment in the hospital and all that radio. So uh, me and the girlfriend moved over with the kids and so yeah. Stayed there for four years before coming back. But like done the Boston Common Freedom Rally and done yeah. Got to like that was the first the kind of bubba cushion, all stuff like that. So it was nice, but that was like getting more Canadian weed, a lot of Jamaican weed. Yeah, the, got to meet a, a Jamaican bakery. Yeah, just happened to be in where I, yeah, and put two and two together. <laughs> you get more than your bread. <laughs> but yeah, lambs, getting that lamb's bread like that was, wow. That was an introduction to that. You know, little things like that. Of course, and your brickweed, your Mexican brickweed. Yeah. But like uh, the only thing I didn't like because of the hash thing as well, uh, like in this, having it in so much in Europe and not having it over there, that come the summer in in around Boston, like drought season. Yeah. That was hard to get used to in the beginning. Like the first year, you knew the next year that you need to get stockpiled. Yeah. You learned. So I met a nice few contacts over in, in Boston that I still have to this day, like good friends and Got family over there and they run uh, Turp Town. You know Turp Town in Boston? Yeah. I've heard Some of it. I've never it. Yeah. One of my family members is the, one of the head ponchos there. So we get around. So what's your favorite, what's been your favorite place to travel? Um... America was beautiful because, you, you, yeah, you can just get in the car and drive. And you can get on an airplane and you can just, like, fly, you know, up and down the country and fly, like, all internal flights. Uh, like, of course, this is pre-9-11, you know. And, you know, once, once that kind of happened, like, it shut down a lot, especially for us undocumented over there in, in that sense. You know, so I kind of overstayed my welcome because I was over helping, you know, you only, yeah, but that's, I paid my taxes, but yeah, I had, I had, America was beautiful. I'd love still to be there, like, you know what I mean? I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing now, I'd be no different, you know in that sense. 
Like, and I wouldn't want to, I've always been my own boss. I don't like to be told what to do in that sense. I think we all kind of look, you know, I, mean, I can do this. I can do this. You know, and, and to be self-sufficient and not to be getting ripped off anymore, I think it's why we all do this. And, you know, you know, and, you know that's that, like, you know, we had a stage here in the 2000s, like, let's say 2007 onwards, that they were spraying the weed with glass, like bar barbs of glass. Did you ever get any of that stuff turn up in America? Like, like it's crazy. Like good quality I'm stuff. I'm aware like, of, man. I was just reading some of that shit the other day about, you know, European smoke. Uh, Vice had a thing on about uh, weed that was being sprayed and it was being outselling the regular weed because it was more addictive and it got them high. And it sounded like they were like basically uh, spraying it with the same shit that they spray spice with or something similar to. But it was like, instead of just like, it was like on weed though. Yeah, and that was the, I, I, I was blown away about that. I went on the air that night and I'm like, I can't fucking believe in this day and age that they can't grow good weed, you know what I mean? That they have to grow shit and spray it. I mean, yeah. how fucked up is that? They're like, no, it's a thing. And I'm like, really? That, They're like, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they, that was around, like, and that was another, that was the reason, like, back, okay, right, no more this, like, you know? You know, because, like, We'd have to go on to a, like a, a forum site from Holland or from Belgium, yeah, back in the day, to get anything really nice and as in quality, like like bubble gum, yeah, like get by even orange age, yeah, aged orange, like yeah, from Holland, like you know what I mean? To get all the strains from there, like that would be sold through a, a distribution place in Belgium. And you'd go on and you'd pay with Bitcoin back in the beginning, like I'm talking, you know, 15 years ago, you know, for getting quality. So, and these guys, the margins is huge. You know what I mean? It's like why governments don't like really see like, because they must, I don't know if, if you've got all these uh, grow shops selling all this equipment. Right, and they're paying all their taxes and import duties and blah blah blah, and they're all above the board, right? Employing X amount of people, yeah. And uh, like, surely they must look at the books and go like, "Wow, so we're missing all this revenue." In another sense, you know, you know that they're actually losing. You know that the way that it's here, like it's taken three years for medical. And they still haven't really introduced it. But we're just about to get light similar to what England is just getting with their uh, kind of, you know I mean, I don't know what kind of, what it's going to be. Like, I've seen the medical weed already. Some of it is, is okay, but that's from Holland. So, But they've been, every what? patient over here has been, they... They really fuck over all the kids and all the patients. Like, really give them a hard time. Like, they, 
the public think that they're all being granted their license for to get stuff, but there's parents having to get on on airplanes in this day and age and go and sort their medicine out in a, in another country. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And then like, you know what I mean? It's up to the customs guy whether he stops you or not. Because remember, uh, THC in this country is, is is like that's where the thing is like. We've always grown hemp. You know, from the 1800s or whatever, the 60 whatever, since we were doing sail and rope. Yeah. So hemp's been always around. Like you can go to the little cannabis museum that's here in this country, and there's like all the documentations on the wall for all the plantation from the West Coast, the Midlands to the East Coast of what kind of crop you get from the 1800s. Like, so, you know. It's sad that, you know, you guys have seen the the value of hemp, but, you know, are held back on cannabis itself. You know, it, you're right. It seems like it would just be the right thing to do for a government to, A, you know, realize the problem like we're talking about here you know sprayed marijuana a public hazard a fucking public hazard you would think they would realize by like legalizing it they could clean up the market and help provide a fucking clean product for their fucking tax paying citizens to keep them alive and well and keep the thing functioning you know what I mean and as an added benefit they get other than keeping their people safe, they can make a shitload of money off it. Well, <laughs> it sounds like island, a win win to me. <laughs> we're an island, we could, like, you know, I mean, from the tourist industry itself or whatever, just even for people like you come and visiting here, that you have a place to go. Like, we need to facilitate, like, it's like I don't understand how in America, because like you have your license and then you need to, if you need to go to uh, whatever to another state that's like red state. And it's like the monopoly. It's like, <laughs> ah, it's like they're rubbing their hands. It's like, <laughs> it's like the uh, money grinding machine that's just full filtering you through it. And they're just waiting to, you know what I mean? It's like that. Yeah, that see whole, that plate, Michigan plate. Yeah, they growing weed up there. Stop that car. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like riding through a red state right there. <laughs> I just need to go to the toilet. Be back. Yeah, no worries, brother. What's up in for the grill? Chad Westport, Steve Collins, how you doing? Resurrection Profit, Modern Genetics, how you fellas doing? Nice to see all you guys in chat. Late 1978, Weed is 207. How you doing? Martial Artist 2012. Appreciate you guys popping in. Husky. Uh, nice to see you as well. Flying Cat 420. How you doing? Always a pleasure. Mystic Marks. Nice to see you. Johnny Canaseed. I hope you are feeling better, my friend. Nice to see you all. Roll one up. What are you smoking on yourself? 
I am smoking some of uh, Mr. Jack Greenstock's uh, J1 that he sent over that I grew out. Like yeah, the J1 to me, sorry for keep talking over you. The J1, no, you know what the J1, when he says the J1 to me is uh, that's what all the Irish kids get when they go to America to work for the summer is a J1. And I'm going, is it, was it somebody that was a J1 worker that he had? <laughs> like, I'm, that's what I, when he, when you say J1, it's, that's what, that's the little documentation that you get if you're a, like 18 year old or 21 year old Irish kid going over for working for a student, you get there. Yeah. It's like, it's your little um, tax for your tax number and all that, your emergency tax number in America. Yeah, so that you can legitimately work and, and be covered in it. Yeah, but that's what they say, J1ers. Yeah, and I was like, when you say that name, so what is what's the profile on that? You know, he when he sent it to me, he sent it to me because, and again, here's another example of you know environment. He said that he sent it to me because it was the pine. Super pine that I was kind of wanting and looking for. That real old school. It's got the G- yeah, he's got the Jack Herrera in it and uh, Skunk One, both known for that kind of piney turfs. I get here, get it in my environment. I've grown it under LED. I've grown it under the HPS bud structures. Where you know the plant actually looked completely different under one to the other profile stayed the same and what I've got is like it's more of like a dragon fruit you know I can't even if there's a hint of pine in there it's just so blindly buried but again you know high pine uh, in Cali here in Michigan dragon fruit (laughs) do you think it like the genetic drift is to your environment slightly the profile that comes out is unique to your own. A lot of people say that to me about my stuff, that it's always a little, yeah, in the little circle. It's got a, they know kind of mice. Yeah. They can, they can. They can tell your strain from the other ones. Yeah, they can tell. Yeah. They can, or maybe it's, yeah, they always say that anyway. Like, you know what I mean? That you're, when I give a cut to somebody and I taste it off them, it's more to their environment and it's more, I think, it probably from the, even the nutrients that they're feeding and just that, I think, like, the latitude or longitude that they're at slightly has that, like, and it's like that terroir feeling, like, in France from the wine vineyards of here, just, just like, as you have in America, like, you know what I mean? It's, you know, it moves. You know, like, the, there's a Every like every unique little place has its own little, you know, because of the environment that's around you as well. If you're putting them in the soil and then bringing them, like capturing them from outside and then bringing them into your own, do you know what I mean? Your your harvest, your your kind of getting it that way. Bringing in some of that soil terroir, basically. Yeah, from that's around you. Like I'm very lucky. I have a one of the oldest oak forests. 
that remains in Europe unlike unlike farmed or anything like you know what I mean it's been yeah so I can go there and I mean like I'm getting really good like you know what I mean what you harvest there the mycelium web is like ooh. and in the fields close to them, the shrooms mushrooms that you get like uh, I'll send you some Irish ones and you can you can experience the psilocybin. Yeah. They kick ass. Like if you look at any of our look at look at our stone like carbons at New Grange, or look at our the the Book of Kells and things like that, and look at the the intricate, yeah. You'll see that all these intricate patterns are the same intricate patterns that we all see when we're tripping. You know what I mean? That they're very, like, you know, we're all, we're all interconnected. You know what I mean? And that, like this, yeah, but the, our mushrooms are, are quite pokey. Yeah. They've got a, a good visual, very good visual for like, you know, for like say three grams, you're, you're nice, you're away. You know what I mean? Yeah, and actually, we, I was I like two and a half the, into a, a, a Philosopher's Stones last night when I fucking I was, lost, I was lost it. I was laughing at you because he was cunt, 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 and I'm go, I'm, I'm one of them. I'm usually I'm I. We speak English the way we speak English, or Irish, in that sense. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, so we add a lot of vulgar, you know what I mean? When McGregor speaks the way he, he's just speaking normally, that's just him. That's what, he's just been normal. That is the, how would you say, it's like the crack, you know what I mean? It's like the banter, that if you're on a building site, you have to remember, when he was in that cage, he had fucking, he was collecting social welfare money at the beginning, you know what I mean? His job, like, you know what I mean, as a plumber, that's what he was like, uh, an apprentice plumber. He never even, like, went on to, so, you know, the banter that we speak and we curse and we fuck one another and call one another cunts and, you know, laughing at your man last night was like, he was on a, he was gone. And I'm like, and I was looking at you and you're, you were just kind of, you know, you could see you kind of go back in the chair and the screen was just building and you could see you just go let it out because, yeah, what can you do? Especially if you're on shrooms or else you just crumble and you go like, you know, and, and, and as you say, like, um, he's ex- sharing his experience of what you've asked him to experience and it's like he's giving it to you in its raw entire, you know what I mean, that. Full fucking with all the anger and all the little love bits thrown in just to get a little balance on it. It was lovely. <laughs> you know, oh, man. And he's been I, around. I, I, I would, never heard of him before. You know. Yeah, he was actually yeah. at that first cup in Amsterdam. He actually won yeah. the first cup in Amsterdam. Yeah, so like, like, I wasn't out for the for the first cup now of that, but yeah. It's amazing. It's a small little world. In this industry, it's mad. It is like, especially when you go to the Spanibus and you have all all the people. I wish Sub was able to travel. 
he would have loved that. You know what I mean? You know, because you get all the people doing all the conference, you know, the same people. Yeah. So. Good time. Maybe someday. Someday. They, things get better. All the top hash makers in the world, all there. And all accessible. Yeah, you get some people are, you know, they're all entitled to have days off, let's say, in this industry. Yeah. But yeah, so we're, we're all very, very similar. We're all searching for that quality, not quantity, I think. And, you know, we're willing to sacrifice, sacrifice so much material to get, like, this smaller product, yeah, away from uh, you know, extracting all the plant blood. And I think I, that goes like, with everything, quality over quantity, to be honest with you. And I think that's why so many people in this, in this industry give as much as they do is because it's, you know, and that's one of the reasons I honestly preach the, you know, random acts of kindness. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I found that about three years ago on a fucking serious mushroom trip that everything kind of fucking clicked for me, man. <clears throat> and, and what I kind of noticed from that, even with this show, more of this, this thing right here uh, is the most perfect example of that. And is, you know, the more I don't want don't even think about trying to make money off this i've noticed that the more better things in my life have popped up to be honest with you unanswered and i think that goes around with everybody that has been putting forth stuff into the community they find you know the more good that they put out the better their life is getting by putting out you know genuinely good shit and it can be once you figure that out, it's kind of addicting. <laughs> it really is. It makes you want to keep doing more and more nicer shit. And uh, I, it's weird. I got uh, like I got a little bit disheartened with doing the RSO, like because of like trying to not being able to be like a hundred percent clean when you're handing somebody a product that you're supposed to be helping them for, you know, for cancer and uh, you know and I struggled you know like for a while yeah with that because when you have people die on you and things like that that you you're uh, you know you feel like am we doing the right thing you know what I mean and you know back like 10-15 years ago and you're like when you're trying to push the oil thing you know for people to take as a medicine and people can't access it, and you you would help them. You know what I mean? And I, I find nowadays with, like, all the different little extraction stuff that it's so much, you know what I mean? You know, the, the way that we moved on from a, a rice cooker and doing that, like, as we call it, the RSO. I, I don't even like you calling it that anymore, as in, you know what I mean? Should we just call it oil, as in? Yeah. yeah. I don't get disheartening though about it because like you said, you know, I've worked with people just like you said, patients that, you know, they came and unfortunately went past, yeah. you know, but 
like it's what we stated here a second ago. It's quality of life during yeah. the time that they have. That's left. Why I, yeah. it, it might, you know, it might not be the time that we step in and help, you know, or the time that they they made that decision to help themselves with cannabis. It may be that you know it might not be enough time or whatever, but at least if once they start, they can enjoy the rest of their days left. That's you know that's what keeps me kind of wanting to do it again. Yeah. It might not have, might not have beat them, but at least yeah. I can help you know giving them quality time till they're yeah, they fast. Like what my friend like last week, he only got diagnosed at Christmas like uh, with cancer, so he only got six weeks. You know what I mean? He didn't even get six weeks. Small cell yeah, in the lungs, and it went down and up. Yeah. But like we were uh, giving him the oil, like, you know what I mean? Good quality and uh, like watching him taking his, having to do the treatment as well, like, but watching him actually smiling at us, you know what I mean? And having that conversation and getting rest, quality rest, where he was sleeping and getting that, you know, where he was actually getting an or, you know what I mean? Where he was, you know, REM, he was, was, he was getting his heavy sleep. And I think that's when the body heals. Like, you know what I mean? And, uh, but like, we knew from the first day when he came back from hospital after getting these, that we only had a short window. But we made that as comfortable as you can. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, back in the day, like, not knowing, like, like, say, the quality of grey and alcohol that you were using. You know what I mean? How clean that actually was. You know what I mean? That was the like the hexane. heavy like the when you bring it down to heavy right. like you know when the concentrates of heavy metals that you know I was afraid I was always afraid I, I was hurting somebody you know what I mean in in that sense because you had nobody else you couldn't you had nowhere to go and kind of test it back in the day you know what I mean now I kind of know where I can go and I can keep a sample and get it tested for you know things of opened up in that department and and knowing about like you know what I mean having like a use a butter machine or use a the extract machine you know all them different little like you know what I mean instead of having a rice cooker and yeah messing you know what I mean it's very dangerous Should I eat my replaying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still <laughs> put it on sores. Actually, if I actually got a sore, I'll put a fucking some of that reclaim on well, sores. Even when I clean my rig out, when I clean my rigs out, I collect the reclaim and like, yeah. I do the same thing. I'll use them. I'll put them on my psoriasis and that, and I'll have like little Indian patches here under my eyes where I, yeah. And it's, it's like a honey oil. Like, you know what I mean? It's still full of... The amount of stuff that actually goes through your rig is, you know what I mean, that gets caught in the water is like, you know what I mean? I'd end up in like nice little ground blobs looking around. You know what I mean? And it's clean, as long as you're smoking clean stuff. I think that's still in the last... 
you know, this whole thing with Hatchurch blowing all these guys, extracting artists, you know, this open bl blasting and all that. And now that it's gone to a closed loop systems and, you know, people have invested in, interest in it as well because you don't want to be killing people. Or, or even the, the, giving the people out there um, stuff to talk bad about us in the community, that we're doing this wrong and we're doing, you know what I mean? We, we have to kind of clean our own selves and, and be the... Be the quality control of our own stuff. If you can understand, you understand me. Where the you know what I mean, you know, like there's no point in having all that. You know, we've all seen the the first shatters we ever smoked or, or we ever got. If we actually knew what we was today, <laughs> you wouldn't. Nobody'd go near it. Like, you know, like in all I the different techniques that time. they have. The first time when we made beads, yo, this cat was fucking fresh out of the pipe, man. Fresh out of the pipe. That's just still bubbling. He was trying to smoke that shit. You want some of this? And I'm watching it bubble going, nah. <laughs> I'm good, dude. You I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. I've seen similar, yeah. That's it. That's what. So I mean, the, deadly, when, the, when you look back and even the when you see this the videos that were to like showing you how to do that little yeah. Like I no, I know one or two plumbers and I've seen the stuff that they put together and it's like, wow, we really did that, you know. I look back at some of the stuff I did like back in them early days and I was like, oh man, I'm thankful I'm still here. <laughs> Point to thankful find I'm still it. here. Oh yeah. Same as same as like um, some of the stuff. And then we had a, like, we had hash that would turn up here from in the 90s, like, it got, because everybody, the whole acid house scene in the, in the in Europe, like, in the UK, and then, like, all that, there was festivals on every different weekend everywhere and all over, like, that whole, right? so everybody is, you know, that culture, like, as soon as Cypress Hill had come out and done their tours of Europe, it was the smoke and... You know, that had brought a whole, we had like, we, similar, like we were all with the House of Pain here in Ireland. So you, all cultures were dragged into the, into the melting pot of, you know, like in, it was mainstream by that stage, you know. So, you know, the demand for that was then colossal. So then you got guys mixing their hash up and making the most shit used, like broken down records and, Acetone hash, like you know, loads of plastic and henna mixed with henna, you know, male pollen, you know, collecting loads of male yeah. pollen. Yeah, nasty stuff. Med like cement mixers and things like that, and then blocked up and sold to the masses. But that's when it that's when it went from a hippie guy that was the guy that was. That you kind of go to, like, similar to you, that you go to your Grateful Dead and you, you get similar stuff. You know, there was bands over here that we could go to that were similar. You knew when you'd go to any of them concerts, 
there was always there was good quality going to be there like yeah for us uh grateful dead was always a good place to pick up quality <laughs> you could probably yeah, we had some a band. fun stuff good dad yeah there was a band called uh hawkwind yeah and then you'd always get another band called here and now another hippie band and then you'd get the magic mushroom band and osric tentacles and you know loads of like uh free festival bands yeah and it was always like oh, band called pain that used to travel and they were just like yeah Lovely to have all that. The innocence of it all. Oh man, there were great days back then, man. A lot of a lot of a lot of LSD through those times for myself, man. Oof. <laughs> no, we we got Oof, it all. That's dude. what I say to that. <laughs> like getting Californian sunshines and things like that. Back in the day, like we were like, it was because the bands would uh, fly and they'd, like the concerts would be in here as well. Like, you know, it always it was a melting pot. Yeah, we had a lot of, because of our tax laws, we had a lot of musicians, all residents here. Yeah, for tax breaks because they were artists, you know. For years, so like Galway, the city that's close to me is a kind of a very bohemian-y type city. Like very, you know, kind of reminds you of kind of San Francisco. It's like that type of. You get lots of American kids come to college and university over there as well, like from the Irish. But like it's very open. I mean, I mean, I gas it. Yeah, loads of microdots. We the uh, yeah, the microdot scene was big. Like taking We're coming around to. <coughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but that's like you know. What I mean, they were serious. Like you know, from your blotting paper that you'd used to take. You know what I mean? You knew like that. I used to hate that strict ninety feeling that you used to get. Like you knew that was like uh, not nice. Like that's Still like me. the bad chemist that fucking got in there. And uh, it's like we used to extract uh, psilocybin, and uh, when you take it uh, away from the mushroom and its content, it's it, it changes. You know. So. <laughs> I have some like not even a like arm arm reach away. It does change it a little bit. Yeah, I don't I feel like more. you know what I mean I feel like when you take mushrooms it's like you become one. It's where you become it's like it's like really going to church. It's where it's like you commune with Likely mind people from all over the planet that we're all communing into this, you know, because you, I feel other, I feel other energies. It's like, yeah, 
you know, I hope we get back to that, by the way, because, you know, with the, I think we're going to see a lot of that shit again. Once we open back up with, you know, <coughs> mushrooms being the rage right now, and they, they're, it seems like they're plentiful. Everywhere I go, there's like somebody that's talking about them or using them. So when it, things open back up, I think it, we're going to see a lot of these same things, man. A lot of these great concerts where it's all in abundance. And, and I actually had a fucking... New companies, start, startups, doing all the, the whole range of, of mushrooms now. No. Here, this anyways. guy here in Michigan that uh, mixes RSO and psilocybin and extract, psilocybin extract together in one for uh geared towards like anxiety ptsd you, you know for that use well, makes perfect sense to me i think everybody should have have one experience and at least in life i think at a certain age you should be a rite of passage like even like to say that people say they have bad trips, they're really like it's not very. It's like where you don't kind of surrender, and you're kind of fighting the demon, the fighting, and you're not letting go, you know. And even when it's like when it's learning you a lesson, it's only maybe the next day or two days or a week down the road that it all connects and goes, oh, that's the message, you know what I mean? Or you get the message. Hey, hey, hey. The message is very clear and very loud. What the Muslim is telling you, stop being a prick or whatever, you know what I mean? Or, yeah, I won't get into it, but I've had a relationship thing and I had to, like, yeah, I had to go and kind of surrender myself and kind of go, like, I don't want to feel like this anymore and I don't want to have these things, that, you know, so, yeah. Have resentment. It's funny you them. say that. Really, like right. when, especially when I your daughter to be talking to you, and uh, you might say the wrong word, and it's not. No, it's, you know, you have to cop yourself on something. I found, like, you know, what I mean, why was I been like this? I didn't. And when I say a silly thing, you know, yeah. So I asked the mushrooms to help me, and I got. I think I, I think I got the answers in leaders. In that sense, I think if you want to guess. You know, especially yeah, things yeah, like yeah. nagging. Yeah. I really That's believe like that even for, for addiction problems, people that have addiction problems, I really think that, that, that they need... We're all kind of giving up on life when you get deep down into your addictions. Yeah, I think we're all kind of... It's a horrible place, and it's like you have your own shovel that you've been digging this hole for yourself, and it's, you know, to hand up that shovel and to not dig any more shit and to put it aside and it's like you know you're uh, sometimes we're kind of our own little worst enemies in the sense that we don't <coughs> and you know I found that uh, you're right though you know I've, at least as far as mushrooms are concerned I found that, uh, that there's really no such thing as a bad trip my mind it's like you said it, you would usually that bad trip is something that you need to fucking focus on and yes. like you said you're fucking up 
and it's trying to show you you're fucking up, like it or not. You got to deal with it. It's time to deal with it. <laughs> and I think that, like, they're the little things. It's not like we all know, like, you can't, like, you can do five grams today or three grams or two grams, or whatever. And you can, you could, you can't go back at it tomorrow. You can, but you're not going to get anything. Like your body only absorbs a certain amount of psilocybin in, and then you're not going to be, you know, it's like so it can't be abused. It's a substance that can't be. A, I mean, and I think even with this, yeah. you only get so high. I don't care. You only get so high. You know, I mean, I, I find I just get so high and I'm just like flow through the day, and it's like, okay, I need to care. I've got a good high tolerance. You know I mean, would like well I, I, I question that as well to be honest with you I, I in some aspects I agree with you but in some aspects I don't I think a lot of it is our comfort zone to be honest with you a lot of times we find ourselves just smoking and comfortable in our houses and stuff but then we leave our environment or do something else and we're like, oh, fuck, I, I guess I am a little bit higher than I thought. So I think that's a, like when you when you find that you're I'm not high no more, I think that's almost the type of point you need to kind of get out of your environment a little bit. See too many jobs. Like, you know, when you go in for that third and fourth dab that you really don't really need, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's more like that you're going in to try and just get that flavor taste, and it's you just have to. I think, yeah, everything in moderation. We slowly wind away, and it's like okay. It's like with the it's new rig, you just want to smoke over and do that, and blah blah blah. And, yeah, I think you know. There's there's again. There's something to be said about that as well, brother. I think uh, when in the instance of like dabs. I think a lot of that is like it's um, it's it's just a spike. You know what I mean? That dab just doesn't hang out that long. You get that high spike, but because all like say the fats and lipids and a lot of things are taken out of it, it just doesn't hang as long. It's why you find yourself back at that dab rig versus you know smoking a joint and lasting a little bit longer. I think that's the difference there. I definitely reduces my uh, smoking of joints, anyways. Definitely, if I if I'm dabbing, yeah, I end up with like maybe I end up with a lot more bigger roaches lying in my ashtray. You know, find out I can, you know, cause your your palate. You know. Like I see, I you, you, you like to smoke your joints down to the end. Like, yeah. I get to a certain point and it's a bit too oily or a bit too. So, okay. Had enough of that. But my brother Dude, got, and got, grabbed, he grabbed them and, and be quite happy and like, you know what I mean? Burned two of them down really quick. And he's like, <laughs> he says, I don't believe. He says, so I just kind of like, you know, he turns up and I just go. <laughs> Man, I have been growing for it's a while. I've wasted. I don't like to waste. I'm not one like to waste. 
I cocked some shit from Green 13 the other day in the panel. I was fucking rolling up roaches. He's like, are you for real rolling up fucking roaches? And I'm like, yeah, hey, I am, yeah, man. man. <laughs> yeah, like maybe when you have absolutely, you know what I mean? Like I go and get my jars, all my concentrate jars. And you know the way you always leave a little, you know what I mean? When you're that type, you know, get a couple of them out and... Uh, Get a little, you know, you get a decent dab out of them. Like, I could go down that route, but I just can't be bothered tonight. <laughs> it's funny you it's say that. Like, because, around, like, you know, you know uh, but that's... Dude, like, no, no, no. This is why that's just funny. Okay, <laughs> first of all, I used to save the roaches, but then I got tired of seeing all the fucking bottles of roaches laying around. Secondly, I've had done... I, I used... I just cleaned up that pile. I used to do the same thing. I had a bunch of them laying around. I'm like, I'm going to clean these fuckers up with the nectar collector someday. All them little bottom scrapes and shit. This is what I've come up to do. Aha. Uh-huh. You hear him? Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I put them in fucking alcohol. And I'm... I'm going to boil this down in the rice cooker and fucking use it in some edibles or some shit with fucking someday. That's exactly what I do. Yeah, I, I get... There's so yeah. much residue left in some of them jars. It's unbelievable. It's cool. It's a waste not to, man. I, I guess. I don't know. I'm that cheap or whatever, but I see lost medicine right there when I see that shit. It's just about to break dawn over here now. So I can see the, the light through the window. Yeah, it's a beautiful one. Give you a little, see if you can get a glimpse of So that's in store for you later on. Beautiful morning. <clears throat> Beautiful morning. So what are you, you still smoking on the same thing over there? Yeah, I kind of have. You like, know, rolled up a Caden. Yeah. Keith in there. A little no, bit, I, I packed a little bit loads of, of hash as well. Put loads of hash in there. Especially this stuff, the the cherry spice. I couldn't smoke it earlier on. It just knocks my head for you know. I probably i i become very forgetful, or I'm we we can start a conversation, but we can end up talking about five different other things before we never even finished off. You know, some of us stoners are like that. We start the thing, and it's like you're into something else. Into it's like. The rabbit hole. That's all it is. It's like, you know, because, yeah. yeah. No, this has saved my life. Saved my life. You know what I mean? I owe, like, you know what I mean? I, I think we're, like, we don't have, like, we have an endocannabinoid system for a reason. Like, it needs to be fed. You know what I mean? And I feel like, that generational gap that was taken away of 
like because as I say, it's always been around us in this country, as in the hemp farm. So it was fed to the animals, which we, if we had the milk or the butter from, or you know what I mean, we were getting them cannabis. You know what I mean? In that sense, like, so that we always had a, you know, every one of us, I think. You know, why have we got that system that's, that's, you know what I mean, been made, you know what I mean, that we're not, you know, fine-tuning it. I find that we'll find that we'll be able to go, hopefully, one day and have our own profile of exactly the profile for us. You know what I mean? There's, I think that day is out there, as in, you know, unique, like the terpene profile for us, like, because I, you know, especially been sensitive with um, psoriasis and all that, I find, you know what I mean, I find if I, if I very lemonine plants kind of can agitate me, especially if, if I have them in my grow and I rub up against them, I feel like I get a little bit of a, which other ones don't. Do you find that ever? That no. they're even, like if you rub up and you, you don't have a long sleeve top, you can kind of get a slice. I get some bumps here and there from certain plants in the garden. But, you know, you know, it's funny that you that you found, like we talked about this earlier, though. I'm, and I'm here to tell you from everything I've read into, too, that psoriasis in your gut. That psoriasis yeah. in your gut. And Indra, Indra was in chat, too, and he said the same thing. I don't know if you could see the chat, but he was talking about it in chat, too, saying... You know, the psoriasis is basically dirty intestines like that and uh, not having enough of the proper culture in there. Kombucha. Yeah. You're my, I've been making my own sauerkraut. You know what I mean? i just been using, use this, use a bottle. Yeah. I made up my own sauerkraut and I've been munching on that. And I've been finding that as that's good. And I'm going to then I'm going to pick them other stuff because now that has opened up another door of doing yeah. And feed it to your plants. It's a isn't it and isn't it uh, it's got a gut? Mm. That's one of the things that I yeah, I'm right there with you, man. It's fucking great shit. I think great shit. We're on the verge of uh, a better quality of life, or the next generation hopefully are on the better quality of life. You know what I mean? As in to have uh, medical cannabis, have mushrooms, um, you know, the, the whole kombucha revolution is everywhere. Like this, this whole uh, mushroom cannabis is everywhere, everywhere. I mean, like, when Paul Stamets went on and done his Joe Rogan, like I, by the end of the show, hadn't even the live wasn't even over. I had already ordered all my stuff off his that I could, you know, and still do to this day. Like, you know, it's expensive getting it in from America, but yeah, it's wow the benefits I've got, as in health wise, as in your gut, as in clarity of like. Uh, removing that plaque from your brain of all the substance that you've took previous to this, like the damage that we've created on our own bodies and, you know what I mean, the stress levels of doing what we do 
in a red state and the daily worries about what we do and knowing that we're, I'm right in what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's just, the only problem is, is getting caught. That's the only problem. That's the only problem with it, as far as I can see. You know what I mean? This has saved my life in so many different ways. Quality of life. You know what I mean? And where it's brought me and what the, I never knew about anything like that. As in, you know, what's in the soil, you know what I mean, for what we know now, you know what I mean? You know, how it works, how, you know what I mean? You know, I never knew we were going to be dragged down this road of, you know, and then, then having veg gardens and, you know, being able to clone and able to do all this other, you know, and start to learn about lighting and different, you know what I mean? how to control your environments, how to, you know what I mean, that you're able to plug in and thing and it'll tell you everything that you need to know about your environment. You know, and I'm dyslexic as fuck. You know what I mean? But that thing of been, I think when you're younger and been dyslexic, you kind of get that stupid thing told to you too much. And a lot of teachers don't because you can, you can kind of hold back a class because they're having to, explain so much stuff to you. You know what I mean? And there's just that mental blockage. And it's like, as I said, getting back to the mushroom, I find my brain is a lot more clear and I think a lot more better since I had my first experiences with mushrooms. Just, you know, it, it uh, has taught me so much in, in, a, in a good way, you know, about life. And... You know, I agree. I agree. And it's opened up a lot of doors for me as well. <clears throat> Cannabis is one of them things too. I love a lot of things for man. It's cannabis has honestly enriched my life in so many ways throughout the years, and it ceases to keep doing it. I mean, it's every time I turn, it's enriching my life somehow. It's been, you know, originally from when I was a kid, a kind of recreational relief from. You know, now I look back, yeah, it was medical, but, you know, it wasn't the reason I used it. At one point, you know, it fucking helped put food in my mouth. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie there. I mean, she, the plant took care of me at one point. Once I started cultivating it, it g gave me a whole new respect for the plant and how it affected me and how I wanted to approach it. It's changed me as a person, you know, in a lot of ways throughout my journey. It's made me uh, a lot more intelligent in a lot of ways because, you know, it's tried me to you know, learn and a lot of things open up a lot of books that I wouldn't have thought I would open up, man. Soil, one in particular, man, I thought I would never give two shits about on the ground. Now, moreover, my ecology and, you know, you know, that's another thing, too, is uh, frequency. You know, that's I've always been we talked about that a little bit earlier. Frequency. I've always known that frequency was a key. So it was just something I knew it related to everything, you know, as far as how we do things. But I never really applied it to plants. And then when I got into this organics, you know, or 
wormhole rabbit hole, if you will. I uh, opened it up and then I started seeing how frequency related to plants and us and the soil. And I'm like, holy shit, this is getting deep. You know what I mean? So this plant is, you know, forever changing and enriched me, my life to this day. And I'm very grateful and proud yeah, to be smoking this plant. I think the more you spend around the plant and that, and you, you give off it, there's an energy there between both of you. And, uh, and the care that you're showing to the plant. I know that we do a little bit of, you know, stressing it and to a certain point, but I think it lights it sometimes just to do that little pin twist and pinch, like, you know what I mean? To get, you know what I mean? To get them bigger, you know what I mean? Sights on it. You know what I mean? So I think it's toughens up your, your plant as well to a certain, that some of them are a bit, you know? So, yeah. Uh, definitely a wonderful plant. So, what are some of the strains that do you have anything that you're looking to add to the garden anytime soon? Yeah, I have an um, orange gasm that I got for Christmas. So I've heard everybody speaking about it, and I've always kind of like because the Agent Orange you sent me. Yeah, was, that's what you sent me. And uh, because I got all the mails and I was going, oh, fuck, and there was, okay. I'll go out and I'll get the orange turp. I just said, okay, right. And support for all he does as well, for the knowledge he drops. And I just bought, yeah, and I went for the hype strain. I never went for Fems, uh, I'd say, in probably 10 years. I've always got regs. I've always liked the, the pheno hunt, like to go and have the experience. I think it's made me a better person. As in, I think that whole thing of having patience and, you know what I mean, things not working out and learning that the different expression of the plants in the pack of seeds that you get instead of maybe getting only two sides of a plant. You know what I mean? You get, it goes this way or it's that one you have, you know? You know, in the, in the, in a fem line, that you're probably only going to get maybe two sides of, of the cross. Where in the reg pack that you're getting, you're getting a, a bigger slice of cake. You know. Well, I definitely you know. agree with that. In fact, I'm a little pissy about that swing, the the two sides, to be honest with you, because I figure when I'm I honestly when I think about fem seeds. I honest, I want, I want consistency, flat out, man. You know, I mean, I'm not buying some seeds to do pheno hunts. You know, if I want to do pheno hunts, I'm gonna buy regular seeds. That's... You know, I think when proper breeding for fems, man. When I drop them <laughs> things, they should all look like clones. They should all have all the traits should be similar. You know what I mean? I I shouldn't see a swing. That's what I think of when I think of films, to be honest with you. Like but I see I, a you do. Yeah, I see a lot of people they they they, they go and they, they're going after these hype strains, the fem lines. And uh, you know, they, they don't really know what they're getting into. You know what I mean? Like if you're and they're paying a huge prices for like really. 
I, 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 I don't understand. So, you know, some people, yeah, just way overpriced, you know, and they don't even do any work. You know what I mean? They've robbed somebody else's genetics and don't even give proper credit. I've seen that's. I think that's a lot of the you know bitch in the breeding world. It's like, like last night, the gentleman that was on last night. You know, there. I don't think he would have been as fired up as he was if, you know, proper ads were given along the way. You know what I mean? I built this off the back of this strain. This gentleman. There's no harm in saying that. This is where, you know, there's no, it's like any one of us, you know, moving forward in life and going, well, I went to such and such college. There's no harm in, to know, you know, <laughs> putting forward where you gained your knowledge from or where you got the genetics. Why, you know, well, there's, so, you know, and there'd be so much less argument in the breeding world if that happened. So, you know, why not just get proper do words? where it is and stop, you know, trying to hide where you build genetics, like you said. Put the time in. Just put yeah, the fucking like, time that's why in I, building good trades. Jeff is there. He's done, Rasta's done all the work. You know what I mean? He's, like, you know what I mean? And you see it in, like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So I, I was happy to go, yeah. The only thing I hated about having to go and get uh, from seeds here now is I've got through the whole process and right at the end it goes, oh, we don't accept credit card yet. To, you know, so you have to go and buy Bitcoin and it's like, you know, wish they put that at the kind of beginning, <laughs> you know. So like, you know, like in, you have to go and set up a Bitcoin account, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like another rabbit hole to buy a pack of the seeds. I've never bought you know, that it's just, now, just been kind of straightforward and they've been it's all because you know they've been taken advantage of because of the you know somebody saying oh your money's money is money like, the color of it is just changes around the world you know and that's you know you know they're happy they, they're happy you know, to take it in other contents when it's you know but from this industry it has a kind of bad thing to it, which is wrong. When there's so much of it invested in it. <laughs> I've come to the no notice that uh our fucking they're making our cash into a fucking joke. I'm trying to look see if I've got my fucking any money later on for example. Uh I my shit's not right here. With the little see through uh, windows and all this no, no. Well, think about this. Uh, it's more getting. It, our one went to kind of a more kind of a like it's like a semi like a plasticky kind of funnyish kind of because it's to be it fed into the machine. It used to be all green, at least American dollars, right? All green bags, green bags. And what I noticed the other day was I looked through my money. Is I'm like. This is fucking monopoly money. They are making our money is now such a joke that they have turned it into fucking monopoly money. Fucking, you got blue hundreds, you've got fucking tens are orange, 
fucking there every bill's a fucking different color fucking uh one bill's like i got a 20s i got like a purple tinge to them and shit says you like fan it out it's all like like you've got a whole fucking monopoly buddy game in front of you i'm like oh this is funny this is somebody this is this is purposely done right now to laugh at our fucking shit to tell us this ain't worth shit. <laughs> I think they are setting us up for that. Like the more and more shops and all that are gone, like to the cashless where they don't accept cash, and, you know, and our Alta Tech uh, uh, click and collect. So you basically, you know, what I mean, pay with your card and collect. There's no interaction. They- your stuff is in a box or in a bag, and it's you have a certain time to go and collect it, and da, 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 you know it's gone. <coughs> barter, we're going to be bartering. I've done that for years anyway. I rick you so much. A, you watch Trailer Park, Trailer Park Boys. I break you so much shit at this day and age already. Already. I, I shit you not. I had stores. If I can get to like the like the, the owner or like <laughs> I'm not afraid to that day. I'll do a little swap out here. <laughs> I actually got tires on the Tahoe one time but fuck it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Friday, Friday before closing time, I pulled in that motherfucker. It was like fucking quarter after four, four thirty. Place closed at five. I had fucking belts showing on my one fucking front tire and had to drive fucking two hundred fifty miles home. I fucking talked to this guy and he's like, and I had been already to a few tire places. And because of the size of the tire, it wasn't something that somebody would care. They happened to have some. Yeah, brother, I hook you up. I got some. All right, let's talk price. And uh, so he fucking gives me a price, and I'll look around. I'm like, I'll bust her out because I was selling seeds too at that time. I'll pull out a fucking sub pool menu and fuck them out of my pocket. I fucking also have to sell some seeds here, brother. You know. It is legal around here. You guys smoke? You guys smoke? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking start selling seeds and shit. I'm like, in fact, I happen to have some stuff if you guys want to, you know, do a little trade and shit. He was all like, Billy, get me that man's bill. <laughs> I'll go ahead and take care of this. And <laughs> yeah. No worries. Every everybody worked over that day, man. Everybody was happy. <laughs> it it's was good to keep I have a, you have to keep a your electrician sweet. Yeah. I, yeah. He's he always gets, good. He, yeah, he gets to sample everything. Yeah, for free. Brother, I had an appliance guy over here not too long ago that I fucking paid in fucking cannabis as well, man. Come over and fucking fix this dryer for me. I'm like, he had to have smelled it, man, anyway. I'm like, you phone, bro? 
<laughs> Let's take care of this. I mean, yeah, I am not afraid to barter at all. I need to go for I need to go to the toilet. Be back one second. No problem. <laughs> that is fucking funny. Very real stuff though. Cheers, twisted roots. <laughs> oh man. Check out nature's best nugs. What's up, Australian grown? How you doing? Morning, Bill Sid. Stony Creek. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your day. What do we got here? Honoristy. Honoristy. Hopefully I said that right. Welcome to the the show. I guess you could call it. I should say welcome to the community. It's more properly said. Hopefully you like what you see here. Come back. Hang out again. If you're one of the 72 watching, please make yourself known. Say hello. We know who's watching so he can make the shout-out list. You'll never make the shout-out list unless I see your name scroll by in chat. That's how you make the list. How the list is made. In fact, I got to put Honor Steve on there. Welcome some folks to chat. I think it's funny, I, you know, I appreciate some of these. I think some of these people have actually changed their names to keep me from fucking them up. In fact, I know a few people have changed their names from keeping me to fuck it up. <laughs> Like, I can catch a few I, I people was, with my name. Like, people get a tongue twisted when they say my one. As in me all flower. So, yeah. That's like one for me. I don't know why. That's like one of the easier ones. Fucking, I fuck up John for some reason, but I can nail me a flower. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. It's funny that uh, I, I really appreciated uh, smoking with Small Town uh, when he came on the other night. Oh, man, and the honesty of it all. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I was waiting for it, too, because I had fucked that guy's name up. I called him smoking in Small Town for, like, months 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 and kind of thought I was fucking it up and then he came on oh, never even you know he, he came on even though I butchered it so many fucking times and uh, then you know I think he actually I seen his face because I knew I made a point before the show to double check and make sure I should set it right when I said it right at the beginning of the show, he kind of looked at me like, no shit. <laughs> no shit. And then he told the story of, uh, him, oh, man, I just don't like tree. Fucking uh, telling his uh, girlfriend there, wife, uh, 
he was coming on the show. This is his words too. I'm I can't believe I'm still going on the show, even though this motherfucker fucks my name up every goddamn night. <laughs> can't get it right, but I'm still gonna go on the show. So it's pretty funny. Pretty cool of it, so. <laughs> Fair play to you to get out that list of people like I'm just yeah. It's, it's an ever-growing list. It's like six or seven, maybe even eight pages now, depending on how you look at it. They're definitely front and back six. <laughs> but uh, it's getting, you know, it's it's funny. You would think it's getting would be getting longer. You know what I mean? But somehow or another, it's getting shorter in time. Because I've said the name so many times now, I can like almost remember the like the micro uh, car guy. You'd see him on TV back in the '80s, and he'd talk like super fast, like an auctioneer. That's where I'm getting to like the shout outs now. I can fucking spread, run right through that shit. You have a rhythm. <laughs> yeah, it's nice when you have the yeah. But fair play to you for. Sticking to that, like that's a commitment. And and whenever you don't bother, it's like, yeah, fair play is like, you're, come on, we all have things to do. <laughs> do but man, it's you know, that's just my way of fucking saying thank you. You know, it's like, uh, Sir How pointed out one day, you know, you might have some time into this, but we do too, and he's right. You know, you guys do have a lot of time into this. You know, some of you guys have almost just as much time into this as I do. And, you know, and for that, why why wouldn't I give you a shout out, man? You're, that makes you just as much of a part of this as I, I am. And it takes both parts. So why not thank to rush, put out the thank yous, man? It's, a, it's like a huge com- I suppose it's like, you're just you're there anyways. It's like you're maintaining your plants. Where else would you rather be? Be around them, and it's like yeah. I think you get like as you say, you're around your plants. You're able to see things. You know what I mean? As in that thing where I say a man that stares at plants, and it's like that's when you see the things that are wrong in your canopy, or if you have anything wrong, that you actually you're you're actually spending the time around them that you're not just putting it off you know what I mean or leaving you know it's it's funny that you say that it is a connection brother it's like I was I was just getting ready to say I can't it's so it's so there's such symbiotic there that I can almost don't know if you're you're necessarily looking them over for trouble or if they're looking you over for trouble and sucking it out of you just as you're helping it, to be honest with you. There is that relationship. Yeah, you got to spend the time with them. Then you get to, I think you get to, it expresses its full, yeah. A little bit of care and having... I think all this thing is having patience. 
Patience is a virtue in this in this thing. You know that you know, to have the patience, like to let the plant go to the end and express itself, and to have it like where you're drying it as well. You know. Yes. Some of us can't or aren't afforded that either because of the climate we live in, and you probably can dry your stuff dries very quickly. You often hear Pedro saying that his stuff in Colorado or or Tanazi Gardens saying that his stuff is dries very quick. You know, where here it's like, you know, you're talking ten days or two weeks. <coughs> For the most part here I'm like about a week and a half without the machine and with a nice dry closed trim. And then uh, maybe three, four days tops. I actually like, I use the shit out of that Herb Snow machine. I really do. No. Uh, I've been looking, I've been looking. Even, they work. Yeah. Good. Huh? It they work. really good. Yeah. You know, what's funny was uh, the biggest win on that because, you know, much, tons, tons of respect to Mr. Jack Greenstock there. But he was like the biggest uh, person on the other side there. Me and him throughout the beginning of this show because he knew how much I liked it. But, you know, he he wants proper information to get out. And I respect him for that. He's like, no, it can't, it can't be. It just can't be as good and as terpy as a hang dry. I hang dry and there's no fucking way. He, he made me... White paper after white paper he sent me. I did a side-by-side -side of the same strain, and he didn't still kind of went, I don't fucking believe that shit. It ain't even possible. And then he, uh, uh, somebody sent him one, a fucking fan, uh, you know, the show sent him one. Fucking totally changed his tune. He's been using that. You don't get any flat, like, uh, flat side of it on your butter ending, no? You know, like we're Not unless you like completely pack it, pack it in there where like it's sandwich. You know what I, I mean? Remember we, that, remember I remember we were on them uh, screens, you know, like the fish, like a fishing net. Remember them sort of ones like, gee, what a waste it. That, that, I, oh, well, I don't. I didn't yeah, like I didn't that. Cared for that no, shit. I didn't, I didn't care no, me either. either. And I never liked the cleansiness. I was talking about that the other day. Yeah, I use that in my if I want to dry potato peels or vegetable peels before they go into my worm bin. That's what that's what that got used for. You know, mine went to the dump. I gave up on it. I was like, "Fuck this thing." Actually, you know, this know. is my backup right here. Uh, I was showing this thing the other day. It's coat hangers and this uh, rig right there. It's got my pillow hanging on it there. Yep. Is uh that thing lifts up so it's like two tiers long, yeah. you know, high. Ten bucks at Walmart. And then the coat hangers, and too easy. Bunches of ten. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I I, I, know, I put my plant on on a coat hanger. That's what I 
because I find it's just easier hanging. Yeah. Same, same thing here, but I, again, when it goes through the bottom branch, use. Yeah. It's just that easier. You don't have to worry, rely on a crotch. Yeah, for, the, for the smaller stuff that comes off from that, yeah. Yeah, that's it. But you're in a perfect, you've got a good environment there for joining. You can fit three of those in a tent in a four by four. <laughs> Make a nice little environment. Works pretty decent. That's how I used to drive. That was like the main system though before the machine. And I actually stopped using that shit and started using the machine and started growing in the tent again. <laughs> now I got nowhere to put that motherfucker. It just gets pushed around all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I use it occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah, I've got to use a dehumidifier over here. Like for the first, say, two, three days, anyways. Fine. Just to bring it down. Especially at, at, at certain times of the year where it's like just. Humidity is just raw. Yeah, it's a toughie. It'd help you though. That's where the dryer would come in handy. It's where that humidity yeah. helps yeah. keep it a little dryer. So maybe that's what I could do for that. Yeah. Does much odor come off it, or what's the in that sense? No more than it would. I don't think it's any worse than it would be. To be hanging there drying, to be honest with you. I've actually said to him, <laughs> hopefully, the new mile has something like this that it could have a, like a dark charcoal cover to where, you know, it actually blew through some carbon to help with the smell and then keep it dark as well. So it'd be in like a completely dark environment while it was drying. Uh, and smell proof, but uh, I don't. He, the, the new he's got a new mile coming out, and it looks pretty cool. I knew I think the new one actually holds two pounds. I wouldn't well, be touching my put many. I wouldn't be putting any green in uh, the freeze dryer, anyways. <laughs> That's like what, what Tanazi done with his, like where you just lose all your you know, moisture level, you know. He did say it tasted yeah. lovely, but I wouldn't like that. No. I like a little bit. Of it. I find I'd end up with a dry smoke. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like a cigar. Yeah. Like when you're smoking, especially if you're, if you're a joint smoker, you know, you're. It's a, find it. Like, For me, little bats are nice. For me, it it, uh, it don't re, it don't re, full, retain the flavor for that long. For one, it seems to lose its uh, terpenes really fast when it's dried like that, and then uh, it breaks down super fast. Which I think it would be good if uh, you know hash was your overall game. You know that was the intent. 
I think a freeze-dried flour would produce some amazing bubble hash. I think that would speed up that process shit ton to where you threw it in the water and just take trichomes just fell off. You know, just one little shh, shh, clacked. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that would be beneficial there, but I'm with you. I don't want my flower dried like that. A little bit of a wooden spoon. Uh, salad spoon. The wooden salad spoon is about as much as when I'm tossing my bugs in ice water anyways. I haven't, I haven't I've ventured down to buying one of the machines. I've often done the the cement mix with the, your your drill and you know your plaster, your paint. Yeah, I find that can yeah, that's all right. Yeah, not for your first run or second run or you know maybe on your third run. <laughs> I don't like seeing people do that on your first run and go okay. Spoon, wooden spoon, gently, like you're tossing salad. No, I'm. <laughs> I have definitely been there right off the bat, man. First hash making days. I've got like a couple of. I've still got them. Where I went out and bought the uh, the big whip that you use for drywall. That's like two big squares side by side. And you almost need a low power drill to flip. I've tried that. That thing, oh, nah. And I tried like the like the mixer style. You know that I mean that looked like the mixer you use in the kitchen. Worked a little better, but man, again, just brutal. The speeds of the the speeds of the drill are just too brutal for what you're trying to do there. Yeah, the rotation, it's beating, it's like shredding it. I'd love to have one of them whistle tech. Yeah, rooms. That company. Their system that you could, like, you know. It's lovely that you kind of put feed it in the top of it, and as you kind of, then it's got like all different trays for all your different. So by the time your run is finished, you. You're taking out a tray. It's like, wow. And that's all your different micron. Yeah. It's like, wow, lovely. That sounds like But that's an industrial, like, I, you know, something stainless. You know, the Frenchy one is nice, but it's, you know. You know, that, that had to be a little disheartening, that right there, too, for Frenchie. You know, that first model got fucking burnt the fuck up at Sub's house. Yeah. That, the prototype got fucking burnt up at Sub's house. Yeah, that um, night, they were all there. That was mad. Yeah. That was mad to watch that day of them taking down that harvest and the whole lot and they all there in that hole and like they were even he was even live at like little time before that wasn't he yeah like even when you go back and you say like that that machine was destroyed there to for the video footage of the ice box that was left in the driveway remember the yeah 
Mr. Bond, yeah. that's from where Mr. Bond was making Bond. hash in that tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was the only thing that was left standing. <laughs> was in, it was a plastic icebox. Yeah. Wow, they were lucky to get out. That video of him coming down the mountain that night. Like that's like I I don't I can don't even need to close my eyes. It was like wow, that was like that was hell on fire. That was like you know. I've I've only experienced that once here in a forest fire. I'm like only for like, you know, not anything like what he like that. We just was a we just needed to get out of there and we only you know. But yeah, that's a Yeah, that's a I've met Frenchie at Spanibus and the Lovely man, beautiful man. Always willing to chat and openly. Yeah. They're asking me in chat which bubble bags I suggest. I don't really. I like it. Uh, what do you reckon to them? The full you. mesh one. The full mesh. The high. Oh, the high wall. Definitely that's, full that's mesh. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm getting. That's mesh. my. Yeah. As far as the company goes there, fuck. These bubble man bags or these bubble do bags were fucking uh I think this was a might have been an eight bag set, fucking it was fifty some dollars. A bubble man set are like super expensive. And this set right here I paid fucking by uh premium gardens I just bought. Off of, uh, I think I paid twenty five dollars for these, and this is more average than the ones I buy right here for twenty five. And I'm telling you what, there's no fucking difference between this twenty five dollars set and this bubble dude bag set. I mean, they're literally. <laughs> I mean, look at the rope, the wire. I mean, everything. <laughs> Ever, yeah. it's the same thing. The only thing that's different is this <laughs> and the oh, price. Yeah, I've, I've got some bubble man ones. I won at uh, a competition, so brand new ones ready to go. And I've kind of always just kind of got bubble man you. ones because they were the most easiest access to accessible. Yeah. Like by the time I get anything yeah. from America, it, it costs like an import. Yeah. You know, by the time, no, as you know, standing post over here, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's asking about machines. Me, myself, this is my opinion is, you know, if you're looking for just like a five to an eight gallon machine, and that's the end deal. And even if you're looking for a bigger machine, I would get on either eBay or Amazon and type in travel washer and they'll bring up the same fucking machine for like $69 that you'll pay 150 to 200 for if it says bubble dude or bubble anything on it. <laughs> the same very same same fucking machine 
you can get for like sixty nine dollars versus a couple hundred. So that's my suggestion. They're all the same, really. Yeah, and then you do your little conversion kit to it, and it's it's sweet as. You know what I mean? That's a neat little thing. Yeah. Hopefully down the road I'll do it, but I have a I've got like a ten liter stainless steel, you know, industrial pot, so it's like yeah. I use that and yeah. I just put the bags of ice around it and do that. You know what I mean? Freezing cold, you know, especially on a last night would have been perfect for it. You know, with the full coming to the full moon and outdoors and doing it now is the. Yeah. You know, Unlucky says bubble mains are the best quality. Maybe, if you're talking about the bags, I don't know. Maybe I've never paid the extra amount, even though I do have a bubble man. I I bought the bubble magic machine. I bought a bubble magic machine, the 20 gallon recently. Boom Farms bought a bubble dude machine. And. I looked at another travel washer, same, same, same. They were all same, 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 same. It was the same fucking washer, three different fucking names. Yeah, different stickers. There was, I mean, you you can look at me and Boom's machine side by side in that video, and it's the same fucking machine. The insides were the same. Everything was the same. It was like, it was laughable. It, it was really laughable. <laughs> like, even if one of them had decided to take out that silly hose and put in, like, you know what I mean, a food-grade hose, like, just even if they got the same machine but done something, even do the what you had to do, like, and then charge it. Yeah. But this is what we'll get back to the thing. We are... We're supposed to be helping one another. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the joke of it. Is I could honestly, I could honestly buy the sixty nine dollar machine, revamp it, and then put it back out on the market and probably still undersell them. You'll probably contact you tomorrow saying you shouldn't be, you know, mean under telling that information. <laughs> you know, no, you know, some people are like true. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like this tech that they are going on about in the hash church, the new one that needs to be blah, blah, blah. And like, you know what I mean? Come on. Every single thing that they know has been passed as knowledge to them. Everything, even to, to have the knowledge to speak the way that they're speaking, is handed to the, down to them. As in, I'll tell on. you. Yeah, like in this. A couple of. Yeah, and a couple of methods right now. I'll tell you what, both of them. One of them are the, the one they're arguing about on Bubble Man is the sonic separator. It's all done with you know sound, basically frequency, and uh, sonic vibration over the first screen, and then separated with frequency on different levels to be able to go by particle. That's it. Second one, and there's a new one coming out with uh, the bubble hash method, and that's to be take that water and uh, to basically put it in a, um, 
what do you call that? Uh, fuck, I can't believe I'm struggling for the term here. Uh, a freeze dryer. You put that water in a freeze dryer, okay? You melt away the fucking, you dry away all the, the moisture, the, all the water. And what you're left with there is all the terps that's been uh, left in the water in a dry form, in a powder. And also the fucking uh, trichomes, the busted heads and what was left in the water too. So you're left with a very enriched, oily, what's left of the oils, the trichomes, and the terpenes all in like a powdery form form now you can reintroduce that you know how they're they're warming it back up and with the jar tech and bringing it back to the thc so basically you'd be taking back the turps and what's what you lost in the water and reintroducing it back into the jar at that point when it's kind of warm and solidified mix it back in there and you've got again a full spectrum everything you've lost super turpy bubble so, thank you that's <laughs> i've seen that kind of thing with like using speakers before kind of in holland to use that kind of soundy but they weren't getting it oh, i've seen that that's that little tech that was no bass using the bass because of the Moroccan thing as well as all drumming and it's the offset drumming and it's great that vibration on the screen that's actually separating the trichrome. Same thing, scaling it up on a faster, more level. Yeah. You know, once you hit it with that sonic, you're basically lifting it up. You know, oh, yeah, off I've the seen screen it. and shaking it. I've seen where they <laughs> like where they do the static tech and you can see it actually lifting along. You know what I mean? And the the heads just lovely then micro shots now I would think that'd be bad like <laughs> he said do a rail of fucking straight turds I don't think it works like that you first <laughs> you first tell me how that works out <laughs> there's some things I'm not lining up to be the innovator uh But I believe that, that, you know, just breathing in terps as a, in general, may not be the best for us anyway. Yeah, some of the terps we're going to probably find out that are a little bit iffy for us or something like that. You know, it's somewhere along the lines. Yeah. Holy cow, it's 413, <laughs> man. You've almost went the whole. The whole gauntlet, my friend. Well, you have went the whole gauntlet. There's no <laughs> if, if, ands, or buts about it, man. It's pretty awesome, brother. Hope we covered enough. When you logged on tonight, did you? When you logged on tonight, did you think you were getting ready to do a five-hour show? No, never, <laughs> never. No, I was hoping we'd be. You, you don't know what you're going to talk about, so it's like there's no point in stressing yourself or getting anxiety, building up any anxiety about coming on the show or anything like that. Because we're just chatting. That's all it is. It's no real pressure. It's like, as you say, I'm in a comfortable environment and I'm 
doing what I do. You know what I mean? I'm not brought into a studio and out here. You know, it's not like there's big shiny lights on you. And they're surrounded by friends anyways that you're in the chat with. So it's, yeah. And it's going it to be somebody else. Uh, somebody else is going to have the pleasure of coming on and we'll get to know somebody else. And, yeah. Well, I know I've had a good time, man. I greatly appreciate you, uh, you know, volunteering your time to come on. That's for sure. Yeah, and I'm, moreover, I'm glad I had the pleasure to meet you, man. You know, I enjoyed seeing, meeting you guys firsthand uh, that I've seen you guys in the chat night after night. And that's a, I've said this from the beginning, and it's still very, very true to this day, man. Uh, once I had this experience with you, and I know this may sound weird, but now it's not a ch name in chat anymore, man. When I see the name, I see the face. I hear the voice. I don't see the words. So it's a whole new aspect of it for me. So, you know, nice to meet you. My yeah, friend. I, it's been I, awesome. My <laughs> pleasure. Yeah. And absolutely. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I haven't done this before, so this is all new to me. So apart from been go on the yeah, raw room. 420 show with, with uh, GMO and Kino, you know, and what a blessing there for us over here, like, you know what I mean, and it's the same thing, it's like going on to Fumi's thing and it's, you got the Australian boys or you go on to Operation Grow, it's that one, or I'll go and watch the, the Dude's Grow show and it's, you know, you got Scott, you, you know what I mean? It's like every place, we go back to Rasta Jet, you know, we were all, you know, go to Dirtman Dan, you know what I mean, and all his crew, and wish Tricky D was back on it, and all them boys, you know what I mean, they were good, you know. You know, Pedro and Dizzy, they're all brilliant, you know. All the crew, Tanazi, you know. Every one of them, to go and listen to it, it's always, you know, it's fresh, lovely. Knowledge dropping in. Yeah. It's just only a small little community yeah. around the well, world. You know, uh, I'm hoping sure, when things you know, get well, back, we have we can meet up. You know what I mean? That's the other thing. When it goes all back, and we hopefully, you know what I mean? Because it will. You know. So. I know that well, I think this year anyway, Spanibus and all them are all off. Anything like in Glastonbury in England's off and they've just called up all the big festivals over here off. And I think actually all the coffee shops are actually closed in Amsterdam for the first time ever because, you know, or closed to tourists anyways, where they're not allowing any flights in. I think we're coming to that stage over here to have no flights. No? Hopefully not. It's it seems like it's been getting a little encouraging. It seems like the last few days, from what I've heard around here, like they're loosening up some stuff. But who knows? Every time that I get optimistic, they kind of tighten things up. So I kind of just don't turn on the. Just don't listen to it, and it doesn't affect me. And uh, 
I keep my kids, my younger kids, clear of it. And like we were doing homeschooling, and it's yeah, like got separate them and put them in different bedrooms, and you know, and they're doing mad full days in their bedrooms, you know, like with the full teacher rate. It's a bit, it's like, yeah, there's still a little bit of work to be done on this homeschooling as well. You know, to give them a little break as well. Yeah. Because you know, I, I honestly think the stimulation, even for them to go and get on their school bus in the morning, they're going out and they're getting stimulated, they're getting vitamin D or they're getting sunlight, they're getting, you know what I mean? Whether they wake up in your house now, like, okay, so we, so shall we get up a little bit extra and go for a little walk in the morning before we, you know, just to clear their heads. You know, and I'm saying to them, oh, go out for 10 minutes and go around the garden. And, and they're going, but I have the teachers up there. And she's like, I, if I leave the chat room, like, you know what I mean? It's like, they know you've left. <laughs> yeah. Just for us to get all over, you know what I mean? With homeschooling at the moment. It's just We all takes a little bit of time, even for the teachers, I'd say for them to be communicating this over a platform is like, like we're doing now. Yeah. And trying to hold a classroom of students. Anyway, uh, my, my, you know what I mean? Concentration span is like very small. Yeah. I can actually well, swear I can see get it. what we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> Happy through it. <laughs> Happy 420, everybody. You know, this is kind of the way I see it. You know, we used to like hope online schooling used to be a joke. You know what I mean? When back in the day when you'd be like, oh, I'm you know, thinking about taking some classes online. No other colleges or anything would take that shit. You know what I mean? They'd be like, yeah, you didn't learn shit online. Now it's going to be the standard and shit. It's just like, so it needs a little bit of tweaking, and I think we have to have, as you know, I mean, parents for our kids say, give they have to have a small. Then you know, what I mean, I think outside is a big, you know, it's a big stimulant for the kids, and it's fresh air, especially in the morning and things like that. Feeling awake, you know. You know, like they're sleeping all night in their bedrooms. You have to go up in the air out the rooms and, you know, you have to be, be on top of it because, you know, that. Think about everything for them. <laughs> yeah. And just trying to, from all the shit that's going on, you just protect her, aren't you? Protect, protect. It's funny you say that because it's such a weird time it, that's going on. It makes us hard as parents to protect against something that we've, ne as a society, never been through. Yeah. Super awkward. Yeah. We're all going through it, like, you well, know, I mean, together as well. That's the other flip side. You know, man, and just, you know, just be nice to people, as you say cost absolutely nothing to just smile at somebody it could be the only time they've actually seen somebody in the last few days weeks whatever and you smile that and it's you know 
Well, this is time to time to kind of wind things up here. Uh, man, yeah, I can't think you enough. Show here. Up, aren't you? I've been here going. Yeah. He's asking to do the show up, and I'm going. Like, I'm going to fuck up the numbers. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I've been. I've. I think I've had more anxiety in the last hour. Going like, okay, so it's getting to that time. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do want to get the sound bite from me, and I do want to yeah. mention that you probably already know that uh, this Zoom number. I'm on. Okay, is the, so I'll be on the, IG as me old flower, and I have a, a what you call it? Uh, the oh, the other one. YouTube. The YouTube, yeah. Instagram. No. Discord. No, not Discord. Mine yet. Stop. Uh, cannibals. The cannibals. There you go. Yeah. So, beyond that. So, yeah. So, what numbers are we? We are 307. 307, episode 307. If you want to sneak in your sound bite there. Okay, this is me, Alflower. And it's been a pleasure to be on uh, Talking Shit with Eagle and uh, number 307. Yeah, happy days. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Big shout out to all the chat and the, yeah, hope everyone has a wicked day. And yeah, it's nice to be nice, cost nothing. Mm. So thank you very much for popping on. Please do keep this Zoom number. The, yeah. the Zoom invitation, this Zoom number is the, the rabbit hole. Uh, it's the wormhole now. It's the same yeah. number. So anytime you want to get up or hang out, the wormhole's yeah. on. You want to come hang out some morning, smoke with us. Please yeah. don't feel like you need an invitation. You just got to want to, brother. Okay. It, it's a... Uh, yeah, this Open has been space, a pleasure. Yeah. This is like, you know what I mean? Thank you very much for yeah, for hosting and been there for us all through. Yeah, the last. Yeah. You're coming up on your on your birthday soon, yeah? Yeah. Yes, sir. So what so are you going to do? One year here, March 25th is the kick, was the kickoff day. Looks like so big. Yeah, three oh seven. So you're not, you know what I mean? Coming home, yeah. And you can see the fruits have been sown already in a, not even in a year, or like you know what I mean. And the connection, the web is like is when you go back to the mushrooms and what the mycelium and all what we're doing, and just the connection. You know, it's huge, in that sense. Like you know what I mean. And we can all, as the kind of jump on to catch you in the morning, even though I maybe don't catch the beginning. We, like, you know what I mean? We're always, there's always a time, you know what I mean, to come in and, because other people, as you see yourself, people are drifting off and going to bed as well because of the, as the clock rotates around the world. You know? No. Thank you very much for all we shut it off. That's why it's always hard to shut it off. There's still 68 watching right now. <laughs> That's good. I hope they enjoyed themselves. Yeah. I know they it's been did. An absolute I know pleasure. they did. I've... Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. 
for everyone to look like not G13, like a GMO, Kino, the lads over, you know what I mean? All of them, like uh, Stu Wu, yeah, everyone. In, and like, you know what I mean? I've seen a lot of the boys from previous other other ones on, on YouTube and all that. So you'd, yeah, from over the years. And uh, now it's, you know what I mean? And plus, putting, instead of them being in chat now, you see a face and the whole lot. And now I know what they look like. It's like, you know, Miss DOE. So he was he was a pleasure to come on. And he always brought a smile to my face. And yeah, you know, that's, you know, they come and go. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you kind of bring that up because it's he's a perfect example on how quickly people can enter our lives and touch us and be gone so quickly. You know what I mean? And uh, got to cherish some days, man, with yeah. the people that we get. That's for sure. Well, when you get to my age, you kind of get like I, as I said, I was in the graveyard the other day, and. Uh, your friends are out there, you know. So, yeah, and life goes on. Look, it's been a pleasure. And uh, you get to your work, and uh, yeah, you yes, won't get sir, I'm going to go ahead and have end this episode so I can reload back up and do the shout outs. I can't do the shout outs during this episode because yeah. I play music. Like, I love uh, chat, anyways. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll Thank another you. one. To I'm going to have to roll another one to calm down. <laughs> okay. Thank you, brother. Okay. Have a great night. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Bye, chat. Pleasure. Thank you. See you. Bye, bye. Have a good night. You guys that are just hanging on, if you guys want to wait just a few minutes, I will end this episode and reload back up to do the shout-outs real quick. So those of you guys that want to hang out for a few minutes, please watch for that notification here in about five minutes, and I'll load on and do the shout-outs. But for the most part, me and this fine gentleman, me all flower, are done with this episode, this amazing episode. So those of you guys know the routine, if you're not going to follow over, please do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. I am a living, breathing example of that. So we are out of here. Mr. Me All Flower, say goodnight, my 